Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kiss My Arts on Leitrim Daily. My name is Mary Blake and today I'll be talking to Connor Lambert. Today's show is brought to you by the Dock Arts Centre in Carrick and Shannon. Welcome, Connor. Thank you for having me. Very nice to be here. It's great to have Connor. Connor Lambert, I mean, a lot of us think we grew up with Wanderley Wagon, but Connor, in fact, grew up with Wanderley Wagon, maybe, in fact, in Wanderley Wagon. Yeah. Now you're taking me back. I didn't expect you to go straight there. <laughs> um, yeah, we were kind of holding to the studio in RTE every Sunday because we weren't at school. We could work on a Sunday. Yes, <laughs> labour. Different times. Yes. And we could fit under a table. We were a compact size. We could fit under tables and in cupboards and in clocks. And, you know, we were very compact and the right size for the job. But no, look, they're, they're golden days. And uh, I look back on it now and it was, it was quite magical. Seeing it from the other side, I mean, I get it that the kids, obviously, who watched it, so I, I, even though I saw the tricks, it was kind of magical for me as well. Be- I was Mr. Crow, by the way. You were Mr. Crow? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Crow was five. That's very yeah. good. You got it there. Kikiu, kikiu, Mr. Crow. Oh, you were Mr. Yeah. Crow. I thought you would be one of the little mice or something. Well, you were the the youngest. Was, well everybody was a <laughs> everyone was a mouse at some stage. You know, you had to have a ladder to climb. I think the very first thing I ever played, played being not, the operative word but it was a ladybird on a string uh, and it was I think it was I don't know what year it was but it was another it was another project was Patricia Lynch's Brogin Follows the Magic Tune yes. but we did a, was a mini series a little mini series and uh, it was a beautiful piece I just really recently somebody sent me a clip we didn't know anything survived of it, but there is little clips of it out there on YouTube which was lovely to see again yeah, because I was looking up um, YouTube at um, over the weekend. I was just interested to see your father, Eugene Lambert, of course, um, say that the children got involved. You know, it started off, they were small, and you'd say, well, hold something. So that was, if that might have been as much as you could do for a while, but yeah. then you knew. And I suppose for us watching, it was, it did seem quite exotic. Now... We knew you weren't like the Billy Barry kids. There was quite a distinction between the Lambert kids and the Billy Barry kids. Well, Janie Mac, and what then a the Sound of Music kids. These were the kids that people from big families in Ireland kind of thought, "Why can't our lives be a bit more interesting? Why can't we be like the Lamberts?" Or the well, yeah, I suppose if you were to compare us to, I mean, no disrespect, to Billy Barry kids are absolutely fabulous, but we would be in comparison a little bit more free range. I would say, I would than, say. Than, yeah. Than exactly. them, but no uh, Vaseline on the teeth. Our, our our training was just experience and doing it, as you say. Like, you know, it would be handing props to people, and you know, it would be doing whatever you could. But you know, it it it, it, it puppetry is great training ground for an actor or for anyone who's going to work in the performing arts, because in our position, you had to do everything, and so you learnt about lighting you learned about sound you learned about script writing you learned about improvising like we were talking about early on and uh you know so all all the arts are encompassed there and i had brothers who did set design and you know i had a brother who did wrote music for for the shows so it all 
all the all the skills were there within the family to to produce everything. Now there were other writers. Joe O'Donnell, who was a yeah. writer of Wanderly Wagon, was a brilliant writer. Early in the early days when we opened the puppet theatre, he'd adapt a lot of um, um, pantos from based on folklore, but they were kind of panto-like, and uh, so he was a great influence for the rest of us to to look up toward. And I suppose in some ways it's like any family business. Had it been a shop or a farm, I mean, you were all involved and, you know, there were ten of you, so... Yeah. I think everyone was involved at some stage or other and the older and the older ones went, the younger ones came in and then Peter was coming and going, I suppose. Over the years, people were moving on to do... Uh, other other things like in the 90s I, I did some stand up I did stand up comedy myself for yes. about 10 years on and off for 10 years in uh, the comedy cellar with Barry Murphy and Ardell O'Hanlon and uh, Kevin Gildee and all those and guys Dylan, and all Dylan Moran was there yeah, you know gosh. around that time when yes. he was starting there was an exciting time in comedy actually in uh, Dublin then yeah. wasn't it and Daryl Brain was there. He started off, yeah, 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 doing his set. His makeshift improv. Yeah, hasn't yeah. he done well? Yeah, but he's a fantastic guy. And it was there was a really good uh, team of people. I was kind of working uh, beside, if you like. Uh, yeah, they were great. Days. And that was something that you just kind of. Was it a natural enough progression? Was it just the artistic scene in Dublin at the time? Well, it was. I, the, the, the Comedy Cellar, I think, was the first comedy yeah. club. It was upstairs in the International. That's that right. was the, and uh, still going to still this going day. Not run by COVID, yeah. Barry Murphy now anymore, but uh, he's doing other things in Telebog. And uh, he's doing uh, still. He's, well, he's, he did the, what you would call it, the. Um, Apre match for years right. with yeah. the brilliant team that he works with, uh, Richard Cooper and uh, named gone. But uh, yeah, um, the cellar was, and they did. They introduced comedy improv to that on Monday nights, and that's still going. That's I was involved going. in that in very early, very early days. Everyone was just trying stuff out yeah. at the time. There was nothing. I don't think there was that much seriousness going on, yeah. including the guys. Well, maybe they had ambitions, you know. Uh, Dylan yeah. Moran, I'd say, had 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 lofty had, plans. He was always just mm. from square one, brilliant. You know, he just went on stage, and you just said, "This guy is just a natural," you know. And, and it is uh, amazing. I was at the uh, cellar recently, uh, I suppose, a few months before COVID, and it is amazing because it still looks exactly the same. It's still a bit shabby, yeah. and, but they're still giving opportunities to people to get up and try it out. I yeah, you I know, believe it's fantastic. it's very hard to get a slot yeah, there. And yeah. People people have been told, yeah, I can give you a slot in ten years' time or mm-hmm. something ridiculous like. And there's that. some other comedy. Um, the Whelans have their yeah. Oh gosh, there's yeah, so yeah, many comedy all, clubs yeah. now. I don't know how many there are, but there must be at least ten, twelve, thirteen. I don't know. Yeah. In the comedy lounge there on um, the keys. Yeah is doing really well and they ship people over it as well so they have a big variety of people mm. uh, so did you get into acting from the comedy or were you acting before that kind of everything kind of happened at once you know the way a gig comes up and you take whatever it, it, it is going but my interest in acting started very very young I mean I remember people around I remember Noel Purcell was in our house once 
and the impression that that this giant of a man, you know, literally a giant of a man, I will never forget it. I must have been three or four, and he looks down on me. I suppose you weren't uh, expecting to see Santa Claus uh. today, but uh, yeah, and like I mean, there was there was people like that, like that were just kind of coming in and and, and uh, me, Michael McLemore and Hilton Edwards would be in the house. They did voices for a show that we did. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, um, Michael McLemore, he was the... Uh, oh, yes, the iconic which, What voice. did he play? Yes, he played the Cheshire Cat and Hilton Edwards, the, the Caterpillar, you know, yeah. with the hook of pipe and all that. I mean, these are <laughs> in, incredible people. Bill Golding was a huge influence on me and very uh, encouraging to... Brilliant character actor, a little bit underrated, but a fantastic mm. character actor. Um, so I went to, to a place called, there was nowhere to study, really, in, in Dublin at the time. Uh, there was a place called Brendan Smith's Theatre Academy, which was in Georgia Street, which I went to for a few years. And it was really kind of just a part-time thing. Owen Rowe was there in the class. So um, he hasn't done too badly now for himself. No, indeed. And... and uh, so I suppose it was about what was uh, what was available, and I t- was doing comedy sketches, and then um, <clears throat> out of out of those things, sort of became more serious. I did some more drama, and there was I got an agent and started taking a bit more serious. But it's always been what I've wanted to do, like drama as an actor. Yes. And it's still what I love doing. And even though you, you um, did a lot in, in stand-up and in comedy, you know, that straight acting suits you very well too. And, and you know, you've done a lot of that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, well, it's, in some ways it's more, it's a different type of challenge. I think when you've been doing the, the light-hearted stuff for a long time, you kind of, need something that's a challenge and you need to feel part of something whereas stand-up you're very on your own really you know Um, it's a different animal really although there's so many similarities it's amazing because I know know that in the 90s as well there was Nighthawks there was all that kind of I mean it it was pushing the boundaries a small bit too yeah Nighthawks was great and it had I wrote some scripts for that what they were now, I cannot remember such a long time ago. But um, it well, it did really break boundaries, yeah. and they and it took was haphazard they and took risks. unpredictable. Yeah. yeah, I wonder would they be so brave now? Actually, you know. Well, I suppose it's it's a question of what are the rules yeah. now? You know, yeah. what are you yeah. allowed to say? You know, I mean, I think there might be a little bit of um, hard hard rules that you know you can't say this, you can't say that. I don't know. Uh, is there is there something on RT at the moment that is satirical and um, I mean there is the Apremat stuff, but it, that's yeah. very lighthearted. Yeah. I think I think I love satire. Yeah, I'd love satire. to see. And I think it's important politically as well mm. to reflect yeah. on what's going on in the world because it can be pretty grim too. And, it, and you, it's shown it shines a light on on our political system too, like the radio. Um, with Derm Morgan and all that Scratch Saturday, Scratch Saturday all that yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, it kind of. Yeah, it is, and it's and it's known to to uh, be okay for politicians. It's done okay for politicians as well. It's you know it's it's given them a bit 
bit of a, a good light, if you like, ironically, you know, and they love it. Yeah, they do really, because they're vain anyway, aren't they? they, they yeah, they, they, they see it. Somebody's oh. talking about them. But I have noticed in your um, show reel clips and things you've done, you, you, I almost didn't recognise you in some of them. You look, no. you look so different in some of them, and um, the characters. Um, you, you even your face even looks different in some of them. Yeah. And I wondered, is that coming back to that puppetry and? Um, you know, happen to be Mr. Crow, happen to be a mouse, happen to just click into character. Mm. Do you think that has helped you or was, is it a different type of training? That's uh, an interesting question, but it, it, it is a different type of training. But I suppose you kind of you kind of harp on back to whatever can help you in those situations. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could, you know, somebody gives you, a, um, you know, turn of the century whiskers to put on your face and they just take a life of, yes. of their own. So put they do, that powdered you know? wig on your head and you're, you're there, you're Absol- halfway yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think there is something about... Like the makeup and on these mm. things, they are just amazing people. I don't how can have enough praise for hair and makeup people on mm. on film and television. They are the first person people you see and wardrobe as well. First person that make you feel at ease. You know they're yes. they're apt. They've got this. They're so they're multitasking all the time. You know mm-hmm. because they are. They're, I don't know why it is, but they're always so so nice and so kind. Yes. Always without exception. I've never had a bad experience with any one of those departments. But and what they produce as well is is incredible. And they they because we all. I, I never want to do the same character twice if at all possible. You know. Yeah. Um, and I fancy myself as a character actor, I suppose. Whatever that is, yes. isn't, it? isn't every character a character? I, so I don't really know what that is. But I like characters that have a bit of, bit of bite, yes. a bit of a bit of edge to them, yeah. and uh, and a bit of disguise is great to go with yeah. it too. And it is something that you know. I know now with your your custard pie puppets, you're mm. you're still working in the industry. Yeah, that is interesting too because it. I suppose puppet shows are a very traditional and very primitive almost um, form for the arts I'd say it goes back to when time began yeah it does go back a long yeah. a long way well I mean um, I I do I did this uh, just like solo shows uh, 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 like with I have an Irish version of Punch and Judy it's kind of an Irish version uh, and that uh, Punch and Judy goes back to uh, Commedia dell'arte I suppose yeah. it's way way back and I think it, it puppetry itself goes way back further i don't think anyone actually knows when what actual dates it is because there's so many things that you could say well was that puppetry is this puppetry i mean there's a thing called object puppetry now you know that could have been around for millennia because who's to say that bottle there on the table Absolutely. is not a puppet or this rock you know? hasn't got a personality <laughs> exactly I mean, yeah. you know that it, it it, it, you have to imagine it's been around forever but it's always you talk about the Punch and Judy and that you're still doing a version of that now and yeah. it's there, there's a cruelty there and there's a villain and yeah. I suppose back when we were watching Punch and Judy there were things that you just wouldn't be able to do now no yeah so I suppose you have to meet that without you have to temper it somehow so without yeah. completely sanitizing it yeah yeah, have to. There was horrible. It's challenging things. for you to keep him horrible and. Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of you do have to be a little bit PC about these uh, about 
Punch and Judy. Everybody knows that there's a lot of uh, domestic violence, to put it mildly, that goes on in that show. And of course, there's, you know, because the audience is so young now, you know, yes. remember that was a satirical thing when it, originally, you know, and um, they 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 were sending up uh, royalty, and Punch was uh, in the court in the court. I can't remember which which royalty it was now, but it was based on on a satirical uh, point of view. So um, yeah, it's gone a bit PC. It's but but he's still very nasty. He doesn't have a slapstick. Where the term came from, slapstick oh. comedy came from Mr. Punch's stick, which is a stick. It has a little uh, notch in the middle, two sticks together, a notch in the middle, so when you hit it, it, it clips. That's a slap stick, right? Oh, so, have I told you I something? I learned something new today. Good man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's amazing that there still is that appetite for... It's, it's a pop-up show you do, is it? Yeah, it's... Um, it's a punch and Judy, it's a booth. This people always call it a theatre. It's a punch and Judy booth, okay, yes. or it's a puppet booth. And we're all familiar with that from from our own childhood, with like the stripy sides yeah. and the little like a little tent. That's the, that's the the traditional English thing. I'm try. I have a few different booths now. I've got an Irish one. And I've got okay. the a version of the English. Actually, some of puppets I I bought for, in from England just to see how they were made. And Tessa von Farah, my partner, uh, makes all the puppets now, like for for me, and uh, because they really have to be made for specific hands, you can't make. It's I've not tried one size a standard. Yeah, I did a gig recently last last Christmas. I don't want to give too much away about it, but it was for a certain thing, and I and they just wanted a puppeteer, and I was happy with the gig to do the gig. Yeah, and when I arrived, the puppet just didn't. I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it work. I just couldn't. It didn't, and uh, I had to say, "I'm sorry, I can't do this." And um, mm. so, yeah, I, I mean, maybe. And they were in such a hurry, and I felt terrible because, you know, normal circumstances, I'd say, kind of come down and check it out, and and then make a decision, you know. Yeah. But anyway, they have. It's a very specialized thing. It's all about movement, and if it's something that's kind of stiff and uh, and uh, has no movement at all, it, there's very little that you can do. With so it. the different types of puppets now. So we would have the mm. marionettes. We would have the. Yes. So what ti- do you use? All different types. I love glove puppets. Okay. To be honest. Glove, yeah. glove, now hand puppets are Muppets. Yes. People get this wrong all the time. Okay. Me. Tell me, educate <laughs> me. Yeah. Hand puppets are Muppets. Yes. Glove puppets are. Uh, like Punch and Judy, okay. uh, that type of thing yeah. that fit in your hand like a glove. The fit in your hand like a glove, like yeah. we would put a sock puppet. Is that is that the Muppet type? Sock puppets. I know. God I have an allergy me. to sock ah. puppets. <laughs> then the marionettes. Is that something that was used in the Lambert? Um, yeah, marionettes. Theater. Marionettes are the most. So that's the string. Sophisticated. Okay. So yes. most difficult thing. Um, uh, medium to to operate. So you suspend them. So you go from above with the marionettes yeah. on strings. Yes. Okay. So They're the very... rest of them you're behind or underneath. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Usually, uh, yeah. Usually underneath, and you can work uh, in my in my show. I work. I like to see the audience, so I work like that with my hands in front of my face. I can see the characters are on my hands, and I can see the audience. Okay. 
very clearly and they get a, they get a shock when one of the characters say you in the stripy shirt just sit down will you oh, <laughs> and they yes. go my god they can see I know and it's see. a very simple thing I, I you know I, I've uh, a black curtain behind me and it's kind of a gauze mm-hmm. in front of me and so you can see I've given on. secrets away oh now. now I'm going to set up my, my own well, custard pie mustard <laughs> schmai mustard pie I call it and take all your business but it is I think it as sophisticated as, as um, children's um, theatre has become and children's TV shows and their playstations and their, they have so much to entertain them, I am still astounded when I watch children watching puppet shows. Yeah. It's like watching them watching fireworks. There's nearly a, a visceral kind of response to yeah. it. And um, that's fantastic. Well, so. I think if you, if you do interactive with children... That's the thing, because the inter... I mean, they say computers are interactive. Yes, they are. You press a button and it no, does something. Not. That's not interactive to me. Interactive is spontaneous. It's something that you you don't actually know what's going to happen. If it, and, and I enjoy this from my comedy and improv background as well. When kids... When I get a chatty child, I love that. Usually in a okay. very small audience. I mean, I prefer a small audience... Yeah. Uh, for the for the show to work, I mean, I'm, it's not always that way, but uh, it's lovely when kids just get chatting with the, with the characters, and then the story just goes out the window, and oh, we just have, you just we just use have a what chat. You have. So that's the improv kicking in at that yeah. point. and I think there's a whole f- the, the 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 show. I think that's what keep that's the secret ingredient that keeps kids because there's a reality about it, and we have if you can do something that. Film cannot do that. Television cannot do that. Computers cannot do. You've got to do it and do it. Absolutely. You know, to the that best of your. That is your unique selling point. Exactly. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so you wouldn't. So your script is just an outline, and then you just kind of. Ah uh, no, scripts scripts are completely uh, an outline. Yeah. Yeah. I my father. I mean, this my father. We used to have rows about this quite a lot because. You know, my father would do the show exactly word for word, every comma exactly the same. And that's the right professor. There is nothing wrong with it. That is a really, he was so professional, it drives me nuts. And so occasionally, if you put a word wrong, he'd, he'd pull you aside after the show and said, what did you say that word there? You should, you put in a word that wasn't in. in Get back into you your know? lane. Yeah. 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 So I kind of vowed to myself, if ever I do my own show, yeah. uh, I would have no script. And my father loved my show when he yeah. when he saw it, you know, yes. eventually. So so different in in that way so much. But I suppose when you're doing it, on your, are you the only performer? Are you the only voice that for for most of the shows? Yeah. Okay. Most of the shows. Well, like I mean, I have I have two characters. My favorite two characters are called Ding and Dong. They're, they're Christmas characters, and they are very much slapstick. They are very very visual, and like I mean, they're funny funny dialogue as well. But uh, I, I really get a kick out of getting actual actual laughs out of something visual. That is very rewarding, yes. and it's very. Uh, it's not easy to do. It's okay. taken take it a while, yeah. and it's all about timing, and yes. you know, and it's it's simple stuff. It's it's the characters falling over and bumping heads, and yeah. 
so you know, it's that but it works. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's great to hear adults laughing as well. So when you're performing, who is your audience? Is it the child or is it the parent? Um, not most of the time. It's both. It's I, it's a family show. Yeah. It's very much a, if so, I I sniff out people who phone me and say, "Could you do a show for this?" And there's there's some occasions that you know that they want you to babysit. If it's ever in a bar, I say, nah. There's a few. There's a few times I say that that's okay, but you know, you know, I want it to be a shared experience. It's a family show. I want it them all to be there and enjoy it all. And together. to be both entertained. Yeah, yeah, and, and they fi- are. Yeah, and do you find that um, the attention span is a thing with never the kids? had a problem? Never. For, no. I usually I, I do close on an hour. You know, yeah. it's supposed to be 45 minutes, but it's usually rounds off a 50, okay. 55 minutes. So you would be feeling the audience say, I'm, keep, I'm going to keep going here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah. If it, if it works as long as it, it plays out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And your characters, would you always ha- would you always have a villain? Not necessarily, would you? Oh, yeah. 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 Villain yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. every man. You need you need the bad guy. You yeah. need the bad guy for the grown-ups as well yeah. you know the grown-ups love, love the bad guy who will say the odd irreverent thing yeah. maybe something about our Taoiseach I'm not saying mm, no I don't <laughs> or something or Trump I suppose or something, now, yeah. the easy prey yes irresistible some would say yeah something topical I always try to put in and tell me about the puppets so do you have a suite of pu- do you have like puppets that you call on or do you have just do, do you make them you said Tessa is makes the puppets tessa yeah yeah well there's d- different different puppets um are required different materials like we have some some hand puppets i have a hand puppet which is like can you remember what it's like it's like the muppets, muppets. yeah so but it's not a muppet open mouth yeah yeah it's, but it's not a muppet right. it's, it's just a hand puppet okay. of uh frosty the snowman yes who comes out at Christmas and he speaks like that. I'm Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> and I'm a snowman and my name is Frosty because I'm a snow. He gets very confused. Ah, but bless. he's from Cavan as well. I don't Easy. know. Okay, well, you know, I'm not one to say, but that could ring true. Yeah, but he's, 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 uh, I, I don't know if there's other people that have done this, but I actually like to mix, like, so I'd have a glove puppet talking to. A hand puppet, okay, yeah. like Ding and Dong are, are glove puppets. So, you know, and I've never seen that done before. Some, and you somebody are, might say, and you are doing I those do two characters. You are the only actor working with those characters. Yeah. Do you call yourself an actor when you're working with the, with the puppets, or do you? Not really, no, no because no. acting. Is, well, yeah. I mean, there is reaction, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. only enabled. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, and there, you, there's elements of acting. And do you involved. think of these as little creatures or little friends? Would you get attached to? I'll tell you something. Puppets. Last Christmas, we were doing a show in Arigna, and um, I had Ding and Dong, and sometimes they say things that I don't expect to come oh. out of their, their mouths. <laughs> yeah. And Dong is the bold, he's the bold fella, right? Oh, he's oh. just really bold, and Ding is bit uptight and organized and but after a few shows it was doing seven shows a day right seven mm-hmm. short 15 minutes show. and after a while dong started to lose his voice right 
Dings was fine. This is true. <laughs> Dong started to lose his voice and Ding had to fill in for him. That's how bizarre. I That's know, how bizarre. So they have a life. They're taken over. They are. When people are say, you know, I've had kids say they're only puppets. I said, yes, but these are real puppets. Yeah. And they are. They are real. They, they have a life of their own. Imagine. I do not know what they're going to say. I really don't. I'm only their handler. I know. It's you know? Bad. And that's what, what can happen when you do it for so long and just let them go, let them go, they go. Then they, they surprise. I have to be entertained as well, you know. I know, yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're just watching them do their thing. <laughs> do you ever repurpose puppets? We have, yes. Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. Re, I have. We did Rumpelstiltskin, mm-hmm. right? And we and, and Tessa actually was second puppeteer I, involved okay. in that. Yeah. And and it was kind of Bunraku style, where the puppeteer is actually visible, and we have then our sets. And you know the story. There's she the Rumpelstiltskin turns straw into, into gold, gold, and we had big. That was a big backdrop set that was wheeled on and, and wheeled off. But that's a lovely show, actually, and has... Yeah, we need to do that in theatre, so... But um, I wanted to do something, and this is what I'm going to do, is... I, want, I always wanted to do some Shakespeare with um, with puppets and make just a monologue. And I was going to... Because he's, he's kind of a flow... He's got a real hand... And he's got, he's like, a, he's like a hand puppet, right? Okay. And uh, I wanted to do something and, you know, because to give him, and, and, and do it on video. I'll do it on video and I'll let you good, know, right? Good. And it's Rumpel Stillskin playing, I don't know, um, King, he- King Henry. Or, yeah, so that'd be repurposing him. But would he still have his, would it be Rumpel Stillskin playing it? Or would it yes. be, yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. His because interpretation. You, you have it. to give him, keep his dignity, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, fantastic. So yeah. that's given him another gig. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. So, so it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting yeah. thing to... Uh, and, and so do you think puppetry is still, is, is it still... Uh, viable or are people still consuming it and enjoying it in the same way well it pays the bills and and, and uh, yeah i think i think i think very very much very much so in festivals but I, think, I suppose and things like I that i think people have a very sh- uh, they don't tolerate it if it's not up to scratch yeah. And there are a lot of like i'm not the only one uh, there there's you know, the moon and sixpence are down there and your your what's he what he goes by there was Julie Rose McCormick there's your man's puppets mm. uh, he's very good check him out on on, on Facebook yeah. and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of other people doing that are really really good yes. but there are also like in every trade you'll get the odd I know. chances yeah to, people who might come and go and maybe not yeah. and I, and puppets are used an awful lot in therapy now I see in, in, yeah. in um, arts therapy and play therapy for children so it's amazing that yeah. that's been seen as really useful and I know that there's a No Strings International that, that go out and, and the puppets talk about the landmines and warn the children so it's mm. amazing to see it being so universally understood you know yeah well, it's got it's got so much potential, and it always has, as you say. Um, you know, I I'd love to see it used more in education, 
I have this seed of an idea for... And, you know, we tend to think of puppets and just dismiss them as Punch and Judy or it's just yeah. one particular thing. But it's actually... What is uh, Jim Henson's Red Book on, on YouTube? He went around different puppet theatres uh, throughout the world and looked at different styles. And there's a, it's amazing when you start. Actually, on our Custard Pie website, we've got a lot of custardpie.ie, we've got a lot of clips from, from uh, puppet theatres from around all around the world, including, including Russia in Moscow, the state um, puppet theatre there where. I'm happy to say I once performed too. It's in back in 1992. Um, that was an amazing um, experience. They take their puppetry very seriously over yes. there. Do you know, really, yeah. it is highly respected. Like in um, Taiwan, Japan, yes. they, they, they revere their puppeteers. As an art form as that a, has to be. They are just so looked up to and respected yeah. and... You know, it's incredible. You know, I look at them with envy oh, <laughs> because yes, we tend to kind of say, "Oh, you do puppet shows, yeah." <laughs> you know, um, yes. but you know, it's still. And where do you would you like to see um, pup puppetry uh, in Ireland going forward? Do you think that it's something? I suppose it's something if we want to preserve it and and give it the, its due respect yeah well somebody should start promoting it I'd like yeah. to see it a part of uh, drama courses I think mm. I think there there is there is definitely um, a, um, a utility for it to be used for for, for actors or maybe yes. side by side you know have have a drama school that is is drama with an emphasis on puppetry yes. and the, and the two can even though they're, they're, they're different art forms, but you know, people might gravitate from one yeah. to the other or do yeah. both. But I think, I think something like that would be great yeah. to use it more in, to, to, to see more people teaching it and, yes. uh, uh, and just ex because it's a brilliant for experimenting. Yeah. There's, it, there's endl endless uh, experimentation that can be done just using fabric and using, String and just having fun Absolutely. with it, you know. Yeah, it's, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot that can be done. It's brilliant. Listen, thank you so much. Tell us where we can check out Custard Pie Puppets. Custardpie.ie is the website. Mm -hmm. There, are, all our info is there. We tend to do we, well. We do co we we go to Dublin. We do corporates in Dublin. We do a lot of corporates, and we work mm -hmm. for um, regular clients is the OPW and work for. Um, Farmley and okay. and other other places are uh, um, for for the OPW and uh, so we you know it just it, it kind of it, we love going to Dublin we can't anymore really for kids parties but we are doing kids parties Sligo Leitrim Roscommon yeah. around here we'd be happy be happy to do them Fantastic. so we're we're available to yes. do, to do that. And you're still um, available for acting and yes. all sorts of talents that you have. Yes, yeah. absolutely, always available. And great to have you based down here near Carrick and Shannon, I, over the Roscommon side, I know, but we'll, we'll, we'll still claim you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be claimed. <laughs> Good to be here. So great. Yeah. So yep. thank you very much to Connor Lambert for sitting in with us on Kiss My Arts today. I'm Mary Blake signing off.